welcome everyone to another episode of Book to the Library. If you enjoy hearing me review books, don't forget to click follow and turn on your notifications. For any questions and queries, you can reach the podcast at bookittothelibrarypod at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Book It to the Library, another episode. Today we're going to do a bonus episode, so um, I think the next episode you're going to hear is probably we're going to finish Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, but this is not related to that. This is a bonus episode. Today I'm joined by Rohan, and we both are going to talk about the education system. So how are you doing, man? I'm doing fine, Mano. I don't know what about today, but... I'm see, I, I see the Indian education system, right? As like a kind of like pain nowadays. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a kind of uh, pain. It is. Uh, especially comparing it to other uh, education systems. And I only know like one. That's the American education system back when I was in the US. So uh, compared to that, I can say it's a little bit pain. It is. Yeah, I can agree with you. So, like, normally we see our normal, what do you call, 10 plus 2 system in CBSC, as we all know. Yeah. And that's, that system is pretty old nowadays, don't you think? Yeah, the CBSC system, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was just thinking, like, if you see other countries, like, example, the US or, uh, say, Japan, for instance, mm-hmm. they have like, a three-series uh, system, like elementary school, middle school, and after that, high school. And all these things are separated, unlike uh, CBSE and other, other things. We separate CB and CBSE, we separate it into like two parts uh, from one first grade to 10, and after that, plus one and plus two. Yeah. So, but this comes with so many drawbacks, I say. Like, example, um, when we face the, um, the border of 10th, mm-hmm. it's something so new to us, and we don't have any experience at all at that point of time. And we can't rely on other grades such as 11th graders or 10th, 12th graders because they're in a different uh, system, uh, a different entire system it, itself. And I feel like we don't have that much choice in CBSE nowadays. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it is um, that the element of choice is becoming uh, slowly uh, less and less, like as, you, as we progress. Yeah, nowadays yeah. it's becoming a generalized choice of like either NPC, BIPC, commerce, humanities. Instead yeah. of that, there's no system of what do you call deciding the, uh, the courses that you want. Like, say, I want a biology and a math course, but I don't want to take a chemistry or physics course at the same time. So yeah. it's, it's not that customizable. It's not that desirable for a society like India, who has, which is the second most populated country. Mm. Like, people don't have their own free will within this education system. I think two main choices are like either you become like a doctor or like an engineer. And that's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. It's it's very generalized in that sense. There's no like, uh, there's no choosing what you want to become. It's like those two uh, those two areas are like the the places where we get like the most success. So they say, but uh, there are other areas, right? So I mean, yeah. yeah. But normally, when you see parents or anybody else outside in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Either if you're not a doctor or an engineer, you're something that is kind of you can say unique, but there are other words for it. You can say different, I guess. Different, yeah, yeah. It's not like following the norms of society. 
as as we like grow up we are like conditioned to not make our uh, own choices basically like you either follow this herd of goats like engineering or you either follow the other one uh like a doctor so i mean i understand that there are like more things to that like engineering has a lot of uh, subsets and so, uh, yeah yeah uh, like things that come under that and uh, medicine also has like a lot of stuff in that but generally they don't have that many opportunities in those small subsets mm-hmm. and what i see a lot nowadays is uh, if you um i'm talking about 12 right now uh-huh. uh if you see if you're trying to apply for outside universities they require a certain uh, what do you call what do you, how do you call this a certain uh, skill set or subject set which most indian colleges like which most indian junior colleges or uh, schools don't have like some require uh with a background in bioinformatics if i give an example they require a, a background of humanities and biology at the same time which indian schools do not provide at all yeah yeah they don't they don't that's true and i guess uh, if you want to uh, get into that you have to like learn them separately right like uh, yeah yeah and take a lot of work from the institution itself yeah yeah okay yeah before so, we go ahead uh, like uh, i just wanted to say that uh, whatever we say in this episode is just our opinion so uh, these are not facts so don't come at us <laughs> okay yeah continue okay yeah so that's pretty much it and like we have so many loopholes and flaws within our like current education system that that so many people use to like the greatest extent like um like for example inter- internal marking and everything some yeah. pe- some people do want the marks but some people abuse it to like the max content of it yeah some things are not fair like uh... i i personally feel like the mark system is not like the greatest system that we have because uh, yeah. whatever your career mostly depends on how many marks you had in like 10th or 12th and they generalize you in that category like if you have less marks then uh, you're not qualified for this if you had more marks then they'll consider you it's like uh, yeah. it's not it's not fair you know it's um, tests don't show like whatever uh, your true skills and everything they just like it is information on a paper at the end of the day yeah true true do you have any experiences with this uh, system system yeah yeah i have a lot of experiences uh, so i mean i think the indian education system has been okay for me because i have i've not been like uh, like the best like the topper like the best student ever i've been always like average like uh, like the middle ground basically not bad but not either that good either so um, i've never like failed a subject before so i don't think uh, it's not that easy to fail in the indian education system so that's a good thing i mean they don't fail you yeah. unless you're like really really dumb you're like you can't answer one question in a test then they'll it's like rare cases basically yeah. so before i came to india obviously i was in the us so uh, that education system was like drastically different for me yeah yeah because uh, i was like uh, in 6th grade so i learned like whatever we learned right now like in 12th and uh, uh, college uh, college level stuff like uh, biotech and microbiology and stuff and uh, interestingly they didn't give that much uh, that much of an upper hand to like math 
in that uh, institution. So it was like mostly chemistry and uh, biology. So it was like a medical yeah. institution, basically. So if I had stayed there and uh, learned that like till my college and graduation and everything, I could have become like a doctor, possibly. I could have gone into that field. And I think in seventh grade, I came to the, came to India. So, yeah. So yeah, what about well, your experience? Yeah. Oh. Well, like me also coming back, coming from the US, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think it was around fourth grade when I came here and I didn't understand the system at all. At, like, I just kept doing tests randomly and everything. But yeah. sooner or later, I sort of understood the system. I was, it was at a slightly younger age. And after that, and but by the time I hit 10th, I understood the true essence of the entire system and how horrible and like the pros and cons of the system that you see right now. Yeah. Yeah, but I really do believe that if you actually change the Indian education system currently right now, mm -hmm. because everything is online currently, right? They have a chance to change it. Yeah. Because of this uh, certain gap. But if they do change it, this will be like a drastic thing in Indian history and will change so many people's lives because there'll be so much freedom given to other people. There'll be people will be able to do stuff that, that they want. They won't be bound by just subjects at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So like according to you, like what needs to be changed like to make it better? Okay, like one, I think I told, I, I told this before also, um, one is the subject choice, mainly, yeah. which yeah. is, I'm pretty sure it's like a basic thing you see in other countries as well, like Japan, UK, um, the, the US as well. Yeah. Um, and an introduction to a credit system where students can attend lessons yeah. and only if they fill up a certain quota of the, their credits, right, they'll yeah. be eligible for exams. So even if they miss a class, right, it's not like they, they're missing out in, in attendance mm. because they'll be attending each and every class. So it's a 100% attendance type thing. So you, you know for sure that the student is going to the class and he has got a credit for that class. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Another thing would be generalization of these exams. Like you oh. see, once you hit uh, after 10th and, uh, and you start going to 11th and 12th, you see the actual... Um, what do you call education system hitting you on your head really hard because you get the pressure of colleges, you get the pressure of uh, expectations, marks, ranks, yeah. and all those things. But if you have generalized exams to show your own capability without disgracing uh, in the in the terms of ranks and marks, that would be good. But it's also a challenge for like uh, for the uh, an exam like that as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, it would be good if we like, uh, if we were introduced to like these um, other exams like uh, NEET and everything before, but not at yeah. that level, but at least like uh, inter-school examinations. If we were introduced to that, like uh, in our like 10th and uh, 9th grade or something, then I think it would, it would be better for everyone, right? Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would have like, uh, a, students would like take the exam and like uh, if uh, if say you're not good at biology and you like math a lot and if you take like uh, j and uh, like a simplified version of j 
and then uh, you can just see your score and uh, you can just check yourself and you can keep improving on that subject right so it'd be much better do you have an opinion on exams like basics like the basis of exams that's a tough topic because uh, it's it's both good and bad because in some ways exams are like um, unavoidable right um, yeah but uh, the the worst thing about exams is like uh, when i don't give you a challenge basically not like in the, if the exam is like tough or uh, easy i'm saying that uh, challenge to yourself like uh, they're just asking you to write down whatever you learned from a textbook they're not giving you um, outward thinking questions like creative uh, questions or uh, it's not like a creative uh, test basically it doesn't make you think mm-hmm. you just have to recall whatever you learned and then just write it down on the paper the exact same way or the the grader won't uh, consider the answer i don't like exams in that way if uh, if the graders are like a little bit flexible like you can write your own answer and if it has like the same points as the answer in the textbook then that's that's cool right because uh, everyone should have the freedom to do that yeah oh and another thing uh, like like you just said um, invigilators or exam uh, examiners yeah it is really at that like any system if you give an example uh, when you write a test or anything it really depends on the examiner if you get lucky you get a uh, like a normal examiner or you get a like examiner that's slightly less harsh than the other ones or in the worst case scenario you get a horrible what do you call examiner that just says everything is wrong on your paper and you can't standardize that in board exams yeah yeah i think i've had that happen to me also because uh, in like 10th or something i guess i took a hindi exam and uh, i think i got most of the some of the questions wrong i i, I should have gotten like a 80 or 85 i got like a 95 out of 100 i'm like who corrected my paper he must have been in like a good mood <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it does depend on the mood of the examiner that's true yeah i have like a question for you so is going back to like education like the concept so what do you think according to you what is education like the basic well in my t- like to me basic uh, to me basically that would mean understanding because without an understanding people don't learn properly well that is that's at least my experience mm-hmm. um even if you as much as you want if you want to teach as much as you want at all it still the student still has to understand like yeah. whether it be a first grader or like uh what do you call it, a 16 year old like they have to understand or else they won't be able to apply it or use it at all in in society or in an exam at all yeah that's true so the main core principle for me would be understanding the base of education i mean, uh, i think for me it's the same thing because uh, if you don't have an understanding of your subject like just take an example yeah. like um, if you if you don't understand like biology for instance and then uh, you just go to a test and they ask you like this definition but you don't know the concepts because your teacher didn't like uh, explain it to you she just like wrote something down and you have to memorize it that's not learning mm-hmm. is it right you have to understand the no, not, not at all yeah so you have to understand the core concepts of the topic and then you have to uh, relate it to whatever you're learning in class basically yeah totally agree with you yeah so again uh, on that only like understanding 
and uh, do you think like interest is also like uh, um, a big part of education like uh, having interest yes, in the topic yeah indeed like uh, whenever you like people have various interests like like everybody knows that some people might like photography some people might like botany some yeah. my people like just to play with animals or like like programming computers like to open uh, certain devices up and look how they work and everything mm. and very rarely you find these type of people entering those type of fields and those type of people act those type of people actually grow pretty su- su- successful in life yeah cuz like they have an interest they're pursuing it and because of that pursuit of interest they go to uh, they go to greater lengths they go they do much more harder work and it's just a better experience for them it's the same way in education if you don't like a subject you don't gain interest in it like you don't you won't have interest in it like yeah. i can give an example i i hate social life like completely mm-hmm. and understanding it was like almost impossible i had to do i had to like memorize everything and memorizing is an understanding because at a point of time that memorizing you forget it yeah but if yeah. you understand it with interest and everything it'll stay in your mind for a much longer period of time or you might not even forget it yeah yeah like uh, like the basic definition like mitochondria is the um, energy house of the cell powerhouse of the cell yeah yeah so everyone remembers that because they understand like what mitochondria does and uh, it yeah. produces atp energy and uh, yeah. yeah so there's an understanding concept there right so nobody ever forgets that because it's a very interesting thing cuz like how do the cells get powered the mitochondria it's the powerhouse of the cell cuz yeah. an interesting topic it was something that how would you call took the light out of somebody's eye like okay wow okay it's interesting we go, that's kind of like you know what's happening at that point you gain interest at that point yeah yeah you do that's true one more question in your like lifetime studying under the indian education system like how many times have you thought to yourself like uh, whatever i'm studying right now is not going to help me uh, in the future <laughs> well i'm pretty sure uh, you would face the same thing as well like actually we all do like because okay. we very well know yeah we like we very well know like when we grow up when we have a certain profession at the end of the day mm-hmm. we won't need such things like we won't need a uh, geography at some point of time in our life right yeah yeah so i think that was pretty i think it was around like 8th grade or 9th grade when i realized that when am i going to use this what do you call mathematical formula anywhere in my life literally yeah like yeah. why would i need why would i need to know the fulcrum volume of something and after i used to realize it's useless it's useful for till a certain period of time because those are basics yeah but after a certain period not at all yeah i mean i think only those things are only useful if you're going into that field so if you're like going yeah. into like a architectural field you might need that formula and it's better to remember yeah, yeah. it and i mean we're not saying like whatever we're saying right now we're not saying anything is useless right like even geography yeah. is useful for some people if you're like yeah. if you study the world and continents and everything everything is useful to someone but everyone has a use it's not used to everyone yeah yeah basically 
Yeah, did you have any questions to ask me? I think I've run out of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you do to change the Indian education system? <laughs> change the Indian education. I know it's a pretty hard one, right? Yeah, yeah. To me, I think uh, I just go back to whenever I stayed in the US, right? The, yeah. the most important thing I learned from that, uh, and mind you, I was in sixth grade at the time, so it was that complicated at the time. So I like the like segregation of, um, you mentioned it before, like the elementary, middle school, and uh, high school, and then college, yeah. right? So I like that segregation a lot because uh, I think elementary is like from pre-K to like five, fifth grade, and like from six to like... Uh, 10th or something it's middle school so um, yeah. so it, i think that the segregation helps a lot because you stay with your uh, own people like uh, your age group basically yeah and uh, you don't have like outside influences so what happens in our system is like everyone from first to 10th can interact so uh, it just gets a little bit um, hectic hectic yeah that's the word yeah hectic so I think staying with your like uh, with your uh, age group and uh, learning like experiences and uh, having uh, experiences is important to me. So yeah, I think if that was the change, that was the first change I would make, like segregating everyone into like three separate things. And where would you make that? Uh, would you call those mar uh, those markers like from which grade to which grade and from where to where? Well, India. It's a general idea. So. General idea, so I think I guess from first to fourth or something, and uh, from fifth to uh, eighth, fifth to eighth, yeah, and then from tenth to twelfth, it's like uh, middle, middle, I guess, middle, I mean, high school, sorry, high school, yeah, after that, college. I guess that would be for me the best way, yeah, Segregate. because that certain age group and that certain mentality, right. Um, those certain kids or teens will have the same so they'll have some mutual understanding within that period right yeah yeah just going back to memories that I have it's just coming back to me I just remember I remember everything about that school uh, because uh, yes. I really like uh, I, I connected with that school you know like they they taught us in such a way that we remember the concepts and that's the one thing I really liked about the school because um, I think in India, we don't have a lot of practical learning. Uh, yeah. Right. So we don't learn through seeing and uh, hearing and like using the other senses. We only learn through like the writing. Listening, and, reading. Yeah, that's all. So I, I remember like a, a project that we did when we were in sixth grade. It was about the brain. Uh, so we had to make like small models of the brain. And I come come to the front of the class and explain uh, what part of the brain has like what function and yeah that was that was interesting because I still remember those concepts still more because uh, because of the fact that we learned them through like a different medium right yeah. and I think yeah, uh, yeah. the Indian education system needs to like involve some of that at least practical learning so, so it needs more practicality within the system yeah yeah. So uh, I think uh, more of coming out like uh, letting uh, children do like projects and uh, not burdening them with that much homework, you know, 
at the in the end of the day homework and notes don't contribute that much because uh, uh, you can just look at your textbook and learn everything your textbook has everything your notebook has so um, yeah practical learning would be a good addition i also do think that like when we're going to the concept of homework right yeah. um i do believe that it's necessary for teachers to understand that it's not only them that's giving the homework but multiple teachers and if they have that much understanding between other teachers yeah it'd be much better for us because then they'll also understand our burden and like how much time we have at home like we also need to play we also need to interact with friends yeah we also yeah. need to get some fresh air outside and yeah. that also it will also ease the burden of other teachers as well don't you think yeah it will yeah because they don't have to prepare as much for the next lesson yeah i guess uh, whenever you mention that to a teacher they're like uh, she's that's not my subject you can go ask her to reduce the homework it's like oh god why again this again <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like uh, if if like teacher gave like one teacher gives like 10 pages and the other gives like 30 so there's no like saying what this teacher will uh, how much homework she'll give and how much homework he'll give so there are some teachers which are who are pretty good like you said right you had some amazing uh, teachers at back in your old institute yeah. which gave like which are kind of who inspired you kind of like see them work not not only working but teaching you in such an interesting way and in such a hard way not not that hard way that you get intrigued by the subject like i had very few teachers like that in the past for me as well like my old english teacher she helped me so much in my handwriting and everything mm-hmm. uh which helped me my handwriting so much just for, for just for the fact that i have like horrible handwriting just to tell you mm-hmm. yeah if you have anything else to add we can we can still talk once should be ended here oh i i think we can end it right here i don't really have anything else in my mind okay so guys uh i hope you like this episode of book it to the library so this is going to be another bonus episode i'm thinking of doing a lot of these because i have a lot of free time right now so um i hope you like this this style of episodes and uh, we'll see you next week on our harry potter discussion so uh, till then bye bye from me see you in the next one thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode of book it to the library consider giving me a follow also turn on your notifications see you in the next one